Presentation Skills for Design Students, Episode 39. design student or graduate who wants to succeed in the professional world? If so, keep listening. You are about to discover how to get noticed, land your dream job and have an outrageously successful career. It's all being able to speak, present and communicate like a boss. So let's get to it. Hey there design peeps. I'm very excited to be bringing you a very special bonus episode. But before I get into it, I just want to announce that my brand new podcast is coming out very shortly. It is called The C Method Podcast, and it's all about helping you to stand out and get noticed. Yep, so it's still about communication skills, but it's more focused on how do you communicate yourself so that you can really get the attention of the people who matter to you and make a big impact on them and be memorable. And I'm very excited about the launch. You can find that at thecmethod.com. That's the C as in letter C, method.com. All right, let's get straight into this interview. Now, you know, on this podcast, I talk a lot about communicating yourself verbally and through your body language, but I haven't addressed the topic, no pun intended, of attire and how you communicate yourself through your appearance. And to help me, I'm bringing professional men's stylist and personal shopper Kaz Little on the show. Now, Kaz is a former men's fashion designer for brands including Lee Jeans and Elwood Denim, and she is passionate about helping men look good. Bless her. We all want the men in our lives looking good, don't we? Now, you can find her online at dashinghounds.com.au. In this chat, we talk about dressing to make a great first impression, whether it's for a job interview, interview meeting, or a first date. And if fashion's not your thing, don't worry. Kaz shares simple tips and tricks that anyone can implement, and you don't even need to buy a new wardrobe. Kaz is an expert at this, so it's definitely worth checking out. So without further ado, let's get to the interview with Kaz Little. I'm really excited to be chatting to you about this because I'm I'm really fascinated by what you do because you're you're a stylist and you're a personal shopper, but you're not just any old stylist, right? Because you work yeah. specifically with men and you dress people including musicians, celebrities, the Channel 9 news team and the AFL yeah. footy show panel, <laughs> which is really cool. Um, I just want to know why men specifically? Well, I suppose having a background in, in men's fashion design, I've been a designer since I, I studied fashion and uh, started in the industry very young. So my first job was, you know, 19 and always worked with men's and women's wear and then sort of evolved into just designing for men's wear and I sort of I got to like you know good good uh 15 years down the track and I think I decided that dressing men was way more exciting than actually designing for them because men don't don't really evolve that much with their with their fashion uh it it's, it's quite challenging to design menswear when you've only got about five shapes to design for. <laughs> That's <laughs> so true because like, with women you've got skirts and dresses and tops and pants and shorts. With men you've just got pants. A T-shirt, a <laughs> shirt, <laughs> a hoodie, a pair of trousers, a pair of jeans. And, yeah, it really sums it up. 
<laughs> but yeah, I mean, and to be a designer and do those things, people always say it must be so easy to design menswear. I'm like, well, actually, because you're limited with so many silhouettes, it's very, very challenging because you've got to come up with something new four times a year for, you know, new collection, new themes, new colour palettes. And men only tend to buy about three colours as well. So <laughs> yeah. black, white and blue. <laughs> Are men, do men tend to be less adventurous as well in the different like cuts and shapes that they would buy? Oh, for sure, yeah. And they don't, they don't really tend to, you know, get very experimental you know, it'll be a little detail if they change something. So they'll, you know, they'll wear a T-shirt for years and then all of a sudden they'll be like, I'm going to wear a T-shirt with a pocket on it. <laughs> and that's really and that's a big daring. Step. <laughs> that's huge. Especially if that pocket had a stripe pocket, that's, that's a huge step. So, yeah, it is very hard to convince men as well. Like, you know, even if it's a neckline, like they're all of a sudden wearing round neck T-shirts and now they want to wear like a grandpa neck or, you know, something a little bit different it's it's always challenging to convince to convince men so <laughs> a reason how... why they should be trying something new <laughs> so what what are the arguments that you put forward to um, convince them to try something new well it's you know I work with men's personal style I don't want to change anyone really I think a lot of people think that you know I'm the queer eye for a straight guy <laughs> Carson I'm you know I'm not there to change them so you know it it makes them stand out I don't want them to stand out of the crowd I want them to feel you know cool and confident and you know I just want them to feel like I'm giving them that tick of approval that it's okay to wear you know a slim leg jean or you know something that tapers in at the leg a little bit just to show off their physique I want to work with their body shapes mm. and, you know, I try to make sure that, you know, he's if he's got quadzillas, he's not going to be wearing something, you know, really tight around the ankles. Like I've got to explain to people, you know, their body shapes are, you know, that's what I work with. So mm. if they're quite broad in the shoulders, you know, we work around that and if they're short, you know, they're all these little challenges that you just need to make sure that they they understand their bodies and explain and educate them about their body shapes a little bit more. So when you do work with a client and you do take them shopping and, and dress them and, and, and all that, what difference do you see in them afterwards? They're just so happy. You can see like they just, they feel so much more relaxed and confident and you can really see it like they, they're proud of themselves, you know, that they've actually gone to the effort to seek professional advice and it's not intimidating advice either it's actually you know I make I make their life easy so it, they just get this little you know little smirk on their faces like yeah I know I look pretty good <laughs> <laughs> and you're making them feel so special too and I think that's that's so important I think we all need to feel you know like we've been taken care of and that we're you know that we've been we've had you know, special attention directed yeah. onto us. So I think that's really lovely. Now, Kaz, now Kaz the, the reason I brought you on the show is because I would love to get your expert knowledge on how people can present themselves and make a really great first impression through the way that they dress. Now, mm. th this show, I mean, on this show, I talk a lot about how you communicate yourself verbally and, and online, but 
I know that the way you actually present yourself visually is also really important. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. So, so my yeah. first question is why, why should people pay attention to the way that they dress in terms of how other people perceive them? Well, you know, I always think, you know, you've only got one chance to make a good impression. So that first impression that people, you know, they see of you is, is very important. It's always going to stick in everyone's mind, uh, particularly for, you know, interviewing or, um, you know, meeting someone for the first time. You, you want to walk away so that they remember you as, you know, that person was very well-dressed and they were, you know, well-groomed. They're obviously they've got control of their life, they know what they're doing and they're, you know, successful in the way they dress themselves and they come across, you know, looking, you know, like you could trust them sort of thing. So, for example, you're getting your hair cut or coloured and the person doing your hair and cut, you know, your your colour is like got this purple crazy hair. You're not going to trust them with your with dyeing your hair, are you? If like, you're going for a conservative color or something, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you know, you want to you want to make sure that you know you present yourself well, so that person trusts you. And in my profession, like I need to make sure that I dress well, and I'm always head to toe thinking about what I'm wearing, so I come across with the right, you know, impression mm. of myself. But you are, but you are a stylist, so people would be expecting that from you. But what about someone who isn't? you know, in the fashion industry? What if someone's just going going for a, a regular job interview or if they're going for, maybe just for a, uh, for a sales pitch meeting or something like that? What would be, in your opinion, the most important thing to – what's the most important thing to pay attention to in terms of yeah. your attire? Well, you know, for example, if you're going for an interview, you wouldn't you, – if you're going for an interview as even a personal trainer or something like that, you wouldn't wear – a suit to the interview or if you're going, you know, to an interview uh, or, you know, meeting someone or meeting a client or something like that, you don't want to look too intimidating. So I would, you know, be paying attention head to toe to your hair, making sure it's groomed and, you know, pulled off your face um, from, you know, hair to, to face, making sure that you're, you know, no bats in the cave. <laughs> um, and also like looking the part, right? Like yeah. how you just mentioned about you wouldn't wear a suit to a gym, an interview at the gym. So no. you've got to, you know, do your research and, and yeah, look go, at what the job is for or what the other people are dressed like. Absolutely. And sometimes what I like to do, you know, I, I like to tell my clients if you've got an interview coming up or, you know, make sure that you do your research, look up the company, go see that, you know, maybe you can sneak in there somehow and see how other people dress so you so you fit in. Like uh, you don't you don't want to, you know, conform in any way. You still want to rock your own style and make sure that you're comfortable because there's, you know, nothing worse than sitting in an interview and not feeling, comf- you know, comfortable because mm. something's too tight or it's not right or it's something you don't normally wear. Like you want to make sure that you're, wearing something that you you feel comfortable in and you're not fidgeting during that time uh, that you're trying to discuss mm. yourself or the role or um, you know whatever whatever it is but you know from like I was saying like your hair to your facial grooming to the collar making sure you know you're not wearing something like that you've pulled out of the back of the co- the closet that you know hasn't been pressed like 
I, I see so many people that go to, you know, that I meet that haven't even ironed a shirt and I just think, like, it takes five minutes just to prep for your <laughs> outfit just at night. Do it at night, you know. So it's just attention time. attention to detail. Yeah, little little things like making sure that you've put deodorant on. Like so many people that, you know, they're nervous when they go to an interview and they, they may have forgotten little things like that or, uh, you know, their belt doesn't match their shoes. Like I see so many people that have black and brown mixed belt and shoes. I just think like, why? Ooh, is that a big no-no? Yeah, big no-no, <laughs> huge no-no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know anything about men's styling, so I don't think I've ever bought an item of clothing for a man Oh, ever. really? Wow. Yeah. Even, you know, someone I'm dating or whatever, I've just never done that. I just, I'm like, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> I, I, I actually have no idea. <laughs> I've never been one of those, I've never been one of those girls who's like, oh, I have to dress him and like, oh, he looks so hot in this shirt. I just, I don't know, I just leave it. <laughs> so so many of my friends, like they, they always say, oh, I really, I love this for, you know, so for example, my, my boyfriend, uh, we went shopping and I bought him this and that and. And then I was like, oh, did he wear any of it? And then, oh, no, he hasn't worn any of it yet. But I'm really trying to get him to start, you know, wearing, you know, knitwear and making sure that he wears this and that. And I'm sort of like, well, you're trying to make them wear something that they're not really comfortable in wearing or used to wearing. So that's mm. where I come in. <laughs> <laughs> I like to save people not only time but money. <laughs> yes, true. Yeah. Hey, Kaz, you mentioned before about when you're going for a job interview, you want to – you know, sort of fit in with their general, you know, their general vibe, their general level of attire. But if you're going for a job interview and there's a ton of other people also going for that job, yeah, don't and you and you you want to stand out from those. How can someone use their attire to actually stand out from other people and just be a little bit, you know, a little bit memorable, but without being over the top? Yeah, that's an interesting one. I mean, look again, I would go research where you're going to work work for example I don't know let's say uh you're going for a job at KPMG and there's a lot of people I'm sure that have you know that are going for this particular accounting role you know you don't you don't want to just wear like a a typical accounting suit and an ill-fitting suit is probably my my most hated anything that doesn't fit well I notice it straight away terrible yeah you know (laughs) shoulders coming off or sleeves are too long on the suit or it's just you know it doesn't even show off your physique in any way uh you know making sure that I would to to stand out for start to you know to start with I would you know make sure that you buy an amazing suit that is going to make you stand out whether it's color fit fabric something that's got a little bit of a to, to bring out your personality as well, you know, there's a lot of blues coming through, light greys, something that, you know, has a little bit of pizzazz without being too over the top. Like I wouldn't go and, you know, wear a mustard suit or, you know, a burgundy suit to a job interview, but I would make sure that, you know, it's, you know, fairly on trend. You don't have to spend a lot of money to look good, but you can definitely do your research. Mm. Uh, I think, you know, it could be, for example, wearing a, you know, you'd definitely wear a tie to somewhere like KPMG. There's a lot of jobs that you don't have to wear a tie. You could just wear, you know, an open neck collar shirt. But, you know, make sure it's a, a shirt that is designed to be open neck without a, without a tie. So some of those, um, you know, spread collar spreads that 
aren't actually designed. You see a lot of men wearing those. They're designed to wear it with a tie. Buy a shirt that has a button-down collar or, you know, has like a little bit of a, a pattern to it that's not too bold and too too much of a statement where they're going to talk to you during the interview and just stare at your clothing. I think there's nothing worse when <laughs> when I've, yeah, I've interviewed people before and they've, they've worn something and I just keep staring at their clothing. <laughs> oh, no. What's the, what's the worst thing you've seen? Uh, look, I've seen some people wear some, some things that probably aren't appropriate for the role. For example, like, the, you know, they might be wearing a leather skirt and it's too short or, you know, for a girl example or, you know, a guy that, that is wearing a T-shirt and, you know, it's got a stain on it. And you just end up looking at them the entire time just thinking, <laughs> why, didn't, yeah. why didn't you just go, you know, we're near shops, like just go buy another top. Like it can't – I know obviously – People, you know, things happen, but I would make a joke of it. I would just say, look, a disaster happened on the way and, you know, make a little joke about it, point it out <laughs> so they're not wondering the entire time they're interviewing, you know, why, why oh, you've got yeah, a stain totally. on your top or why the, the ink's run out of your pocket all over your, over your shirt. I think, I think that's a great tip and I think that's for – I remember interviewing someone before who actually said always point out you can you can be a little bit self-deprecating and point out something, uh, sort of a flaw that's that's happened. Say yeah, on the way there, so that they aren't wondering about why you are you know all flustered or maybe yeah. your hair's wet or maybe you got a stain on your shirt, and it just helps to eliminate that thought. Absolutely, it's like okay, now I've got that out of the way. Now that you know that I'm a klutz and I spilled my coffee on myself because some on. kid ran up behind me and <laughs> yeah, you can you can just move on from that and they can actually pay attention to all the intelligent things that you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I mean, we all do tend to get distracted if it's someone we've never met before. It's a good icebreaker too to explain. I just was on the tram and bumped into someone while I was holding a coffee and it went all over me. Mm. I'm, you know, and then, you know, you can make a joke about it and, yeah, exactly, move on. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good tip. I love that. Uh, but I suppose... You know, there's little things as well, like, you know, polishing your shoes. I see so many people at job interviews that haven't even taken the time to even just run a cloth over their shoes before they walk out. I just think, you know, I always look, you know, toe, toe to head when I'm looking at someone. I always start at the shoes. It's one, one of my <laughs> biggest habits. <laughs> someone has bad <laughs> shoes, I'm, I've moved on. I haven't even looked up. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, you're still friends with me, so my no, shoes must yeah, be okay. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I guess it just so it does just come down to details, doesn't it? Because I think that communicates that if you pay attention to those little details in your appearance, then that translates to how you are at work and how you are just in life, oh, for sure. right? If you're diligent with those little things, then you're going to be diligent with um, other things that are sort of yeah, more important. And you know, you don't want to look. You don't want to look too costumey. I think like a lot of people do tend to go a little bit over the top when they're trying to make a good impression and sometimes they go that little bit too far. So, you know, you could go back to the old Chanel rule and before you leave the house take one thing off, which, you know, is always embedded in my mind when I'm dressing myself. As long as it's yeah. not your skirt. <laughs> Be modest. <laughs> so with so with girls, like so with girls, is is too much jewelry? A bit yeah, of an I issue? think some people, you know, get a little bit carried away. They might, you know, go to a job interview and 
and you know they'll have the earrings on it and the necklace and a bracelet it's you don't need all that just something subtle something something that's a little bit chic that that just doesn't draw too much attention away from you and your topic you you know mm. i just think little things always count from exactly exactly what i was saying before with the you know the belt sometimes that can deter you from looking uh, beyond the fact that they can't, if they can't care for themselves, like how are they going to be able to care for your, you know, the role or, you know, be the right person for the role that they're actually interviewing for. So, yeah, if little things yeah. like if your belt doesn't match your shoes, like that's something that I would just think, yeah, they're not really, you know, I've got, they don't have that attention to detail or that mm. little care factor that, that sort of matters. You know yeah. what I always notice? I always notice hands. Especially, especially with with a female, if she's got really beautiful nails, but not like not like over the top, like overly manicured or fake nails or anything. But if they're just nice and neat, and maybe just a really like a classy polish on there, and there's no chips or anything, I'm really, I'm always really yes. impressed, and I'm like, wow, this person really takes care of themselves. And I always feel really self conscious when. If I've got nail polish on and it's all chipped and I, and I meet someone who I want to impress, I always feel like hiding my hands because I feel like I look just unpolished and that I don't take care of myself and that I've just been lazy. You know, that's, yeah. that's just how I feel. Yeah, and then that person that's talking to you is obviously like, what is she hiding? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can think like, yeah, little, yeah, the smallest little things. Like I'm getting to that age where I've, and, you know, in my profession now that I use my hands so often, in the in in my industry and using my hands to point at things and tie ties and dress people I need to look immaculate so I've actually gone to the effort of making sure that every two weeks I get my nails done and you know making sure that I spend more time on my personal grooming making sure that my hair's done before I leave the house and you know I double I you know it doesn't take long to just look at yourself one more time in the mirror before you leave the house Mm. making sure you know you've zipped up your fly like the amount of men I've seen that forget to zip up their fly is hilarious and I'm not one to just let it slide like I actually have to say something to them and excuse me I I wasn't actually looking but I did just uh, notice that your fly's undone (laughs) it's a funny icebreaker (laughs) yeah I thought that would just be oh man if I was a dude I'd be paranoid about my zip I'd be totally paranoid yeah well you know as being a lady but like it is one of those things that it's like making sure that your dress isn't tucked into your undies and having your butt on yeah. show. Oh, look, it, it happens to the best of us. <laughs> those wardrobe malfunctions. Oh, absolutely. It was only yesterday I was getting a coffee and the wind blew my skirt up. I think that was the most embarrassing moment of my life. <laughs> you know, I also see now that it's summer, those of you in America listening, it's it's been very hot here in Melbourne, and Extremely the girls hot. and the girls are wearing very short skirts and very short shorts, and yeah, when, too short, way too short, and you can tell that they're too short because you can see right up their butts when they when you're behind them on the escalator going oh, up. It's the worst. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's like man, yeah, it's not. I think that there's a rule. I was discussing this at work to someone where your hands are down. This is for the ladies that are listening. <laughs> when your hands are down, I have to stand up while I'm doing this, but your skirt shouldn't really be any shorter than the fingertips oh. on your thighs. So if if it's shorter than that, then it's probably not really appropriate to be getting 
on escalators instead. (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. Unless you want some unwanted attention. Unwanted attention, yeah. More of a fact. Yeah, totally. So going back to what you do at at Dashing Hounds, I know you do the personal shopping. I know you do the styling. Do you offer any other services or are you planning on adding additional things? Like what is it? Uh, What do you see a demand for? uh, A lot of people come to me for weddings. I'm actually getting quite a great uh, wedding uh, reputation through my clients. So, you know, I do I do do specialised events like red carpet for celebrities but also, uh, you know, if someone's got an event to go to, say, for example, they've got, you know, a wedding or the races or the polo, I've done those sort of events. For someone's wedding yeah. though, haven't they already got their outfits sorted? No. Well, men always, men always tend to be the last on the whole wedding schedule you know people go out and they they get the rings and they book the venue and they do their invites and the wedding dresses started and then all of a sudden it's about two months out and they're like oh we've got to dress five groomsmen and we haven't actually put any money aside <laughs> and I don't think they realize that dressing a man is actually probably about the same cost in dressing you know a bridesmaid so from you know buying the you know the right shoes and making sure that everyone's you know shoes and socks and and suit shirt cuff length pocket square belt bow tie or tie all little trims they all add up so people come to me because I've got contacts in the industry that I can get really great discounts for them I've got you know probably the most current ideas on trends and they don't really think about all these things like the fact that you know, who's going to pay for it and what what is right and what is wrong when it comes to looking after your groomsmen. So mm. I give them really good advice and I'm there as like a bit of a helper. So I'm sort of like the go-to woman, you know, when it's 11 o'clock on a, at, on a Tuesday night and they're freaking out that something's not going to match and they send me a text or, you know, give me a call and I'm there to offer that service. So I'm a bit of a 24, 24-hour 24 <laughs> wedding You're the wedding you're the, yeah, the voice of calm. You're just there to calm them all down. Are your, yeah, are your clients mostly in Melbourne? Mostly in Melbourne, yeah. I'm, I've done weddings down the coast. I've done them in Warrandyte and, uh, yeah, down Geelong Way. I'm originally from Geelong, so I'm just oh, outside. So it's I've got a few coastal clients and things like that. Yeah. And, you know, when they need – new wardrobe at the start of the year this is always a beautiful time of year for me because people start to want to you know they've been on their holidays they come back to work and they want a career change so it's you know time to buy new suits and look good and and you know they might be starting new jobs and uh, there's a lot of weddings going on at the moment certainly a lot of events as well we've got the Grand Prix coming up and we've just had the soccer and there's lots of things happening actually in Melbourne. So it's a very exciting time in mm. my industry. I actually haven't had a holiday. So. <laughs> so it's not that the men of Melbourne are very stylish. It's because they've been styled by Kaz Little. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're giving Melbourne's fashion industry a, a real boost, a good name. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's refreshing. Like a lot of people always ask me, you know, are there other people that do this? And, you know, my answer is yes, but there's actually not many, uh, you know, I'd for me, there's no competition in my field because I'm the only female men's stylist that I know of. I do know that there are females doing men and women's styling, but my niche, I like to just dress men. I think sticking to what you're good at and what you know 
gives my clients the confidence that they're, you know, being served by a professional in my, you know, uh, in menswear and I concentrate on menswear. So I'm, you know, not spread too thinly across two genders. Mm. And I think, you know, men really need some attention and, and it gives them the confidence when they're using my service. Oh, well, that's awesome. I think what you're doing is really great. And thank you for making the men of Melbourne look better, Kaz. You're making them. No, you're making the city a more attractive place to be. Better for us <laughs> ladies. <laughs> anyway, if there's a, if there's if there are any men out there listening who would love to do some shopping with you and get some styling tips, what is the best way for them to contact you? Oh, look, they can shoot me an email, which is caz at dashinghounds dot com dot au. But check out my website, which is just uh, dashinghounds dot com dot au. And it'll tell you a little bit about, you know, what I do and there's links to the, you know, my brands and clients that I use and to my blog that I'm constantly uh, posting on. I'm on Facebook and Instagram as Dashing Hounds as well. So, yeah, there's lots of ways to keep connected. (laughs) Okay. Well, you heard that, fellas. Get in touch with Kaz and she'll sort you out and zhuzh you up (laughs) make you look fabulous. Absolutely. (laughs) Thanks so much, Kaz. You've shared so many great tips with us and um, I hope everyone goes and has a good look at their wardrobe and looks at some ways that they can just zhuzh it up a little bit to make a really great first impression for their next big event or interview. So thank you so much. No problem at all. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thanks again to Kaz Little from Dashing Hounds for taking the time to chat with me this week. Again, if you want to find her online, she is at dashinghounds.com.au. What a cool name for a company. I love that. If you want to find links to how you can get in touch with Kaz, just go to the show notes at designdrawspeak.com slash 039. Alrighty, and that brings us to the end of this episode. Like I mentioned at the start, be sure to check out the new podcast and blog over at thecmethod.com. I look forward to seeing you over there. In the meantime, check your fly, check your skirt, and keep on being awesome. This has been Presentation Skills for Design Students, helping you become a confident, creative communicator.